everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today's episode is about abuse. I woke up this morning with a very clear message from my spirit team to do an episode about abuse. I thought that doing an episode about addiction was difficult, but this one goes hand in hand with addiction and they needed me to get up today and write it. Abuse takes on many forms, physical, verbal, emotional, and sexual. I have experienced each and every single one of them. There are many times when I question if this podcast is even helping others, and I contemplate ending it all of the time. But this morning I also woke up to a lovely post that a lady had tagged me in on Instagram, and I was truly brought to tears. She had written a heartfelt post about sobriety and quoted some words of wisdom. Those were my words from multiple episodes. To have someone reference my words as wisdom made me realize that through my own pain and vulnerability, it has helped others. And that is the real and true reason why I was guided to start this podcast in the beginning. Every single time I question things, an angel in disguise reaches out to me to push me to keep going. So here I am with another episode idea from up above that they feel will help many people. Years ago, when I threw my hands up to the universe in anger and frustration because of the life that I was dealt, Spirit told me that I needed to go through all of it because one day I was going to teach many people how to heal themselves from their own past traumas. Back then, none of it made sense because I was drowning in a pool full of negativity, but boy does it ever ring true these days. I know that I always say that I have lived through things that most people would never ever experience in one lifetime but I have because I had to. I was told by spirit and multiple healers that I have a very big purpose here on earth and in order to truly empathize and help others, I had to experience it all firsthand. They told me that I was going to help millions of people someday soon and I do believe it now because of how many strangers have reached out to me to tell me that a certain episode has helped them so much. So again, when I question if I should keep going, they wake me up with a beautiful message of validation and tell me to get writing. And believe me, it is extremely intimidating to share my life with the podcast listeners. I feel rather exposed, but they do keep reminding me that I must share. I used to hide every aspect of my life, especially the fact that I was a psychic medium. And I was always so afraid of judgment, but thankfully I don't hide anymore. I refuse to hide. I am who I am. I have lived through very difficult traumatic experiences and I'm here to help heal as many people as I possibly can. So here goes. Having experienced all forms of abuse, I'm not sure I can say if any of them are worse than the other. Abuse is abuse and pain is pain. But if I were to go back to my childhood, I would say that the verbal and emotional abuse I experienced hurt me way deeper than even the sexual abuse. My mother made it very clear as I grew up that she wasn't connected to me as she was to my other siblings. I was treated very differently. My parents spent their entire marriage fighting, but fighting so badly that we even had police show up multiple times. I would say that they also spent half of their marriage not speaking. So when my mother would refuse to speak to my father, she also expected that of me. But I was just a little girl and I couldn't help it if I needed to ask him for something. So if she caught me speaking even one word to him, I was on her bad list. I have a hard time remembering when it all really started, but from what I can remember was that I was around 9 or 10 and that she would completely ignore me. And when I say that, I mean for approximately like three months at a time. 
and I mean that, and I will explain it a little bit more later on. I remember one very specific day that I'm not sure I will ever forget. My older brother and I had come home from school on the bus, and when we walked in the door it smelled so good she had baked cookies. But she turned to my brother and looked him right in the eye and told him that she had made his favorite cookies for him. And she took one look at me with pure venom in her eyes and chose to ignore me. She treated me as if I didn't exist. During those months that she ignored me, I tried to just stay out of her way because I was afraid of her. So they would all go and eat dinner together at the table and I would sit on the couch and wait until they were all done and then I would go serve myself and eat alone. I was also left to clean up all of the dishes as she would just go upstairs to her room. It is one of the reasons that I am a clean freak even to this day. It was and still is a form of therapy for me. It was a very lonely childhood. I did enjoy seeing cousins and aunts a lot because they were all so kind to me, but living in a home that I was denied love nearly broke me. I now have two of my own children who I smother because I never, ever want them to question my love for them. My youngest is the exact same age from when I can first recall being ignored. And when I look at my babies, my heart still hurts for that little girl who didn't exist. This continued on for my entire life, right up until 13 years ago, because I unfortunately allowed it. I was always searching for that love and validation from her, but I have now accepted that I will never receive it in this lifetime because she is so caught up in her own pain and trauma, but I do choose to forgive her. So remember when I said I would explain being ignored for months at a time? Well, this was my normal to me. I didn't know any different. And when I met my husband at 21, we decided to live with my parents to save money for our first home. As usual, they fought like crazy. And when they did, my mother would ignore me, but not just me. She would also ignore Nick. And again, it would be for months on end. And I remember him asking me, what the heck did we do to have her treat us this way? but I was so used to it that it didn't faze me anymore. But to him, he had found it unacceptable and wrong. And that's when I told him that she had done this to me my entire life. And for the first time ever, I understood that this was not normal. To this day, I am grateful that someone else helped me to recognize that this was far from normal. I am also grateful that there was another soul that witnessed this firsthand because I was told my entire life that I wasn't treated differently than my siblings. And so I would always end up questioning myself and asking if I was making it up in my head or not. The verbal abuse alongside the emotional abuse I now see as completely unacceptable. Her venomous words towards me nearly broke me. I wish that I could have some wonderful memories of her growing up, but sadly, there are barely any. It has been almost 13 years since I have seen or spoken to her and it does hurt my soul. But I know that for my sanity, it is the right thing for me to do in this life. And not once during this time has she ever even reached out to me. But again, I choose to forgive her because I understand that sometimes hurt people hurt others. As a healer, I actually feel really sorry for her. And that doesn't excuse her behavior, but I do understand that she truly is in pain. I grew up running and hiding from my own pain. Hence, why I became addicted to alcohol and drugs and more. It was as if I had become a target for abusers. And as I got to my teen years, I had experienced verbal, emotional, physical, and sexual abuse, but also sexual assault and rape. 
It was my normal to have people take advantage of me. And by drinking to numb my pain, I exposed myself to multiple traumas. I had zero self-worth. I truly didn't care if I had lived or died. All I knew was that I wanted to be numb. I wanted to coast through life in a way that I just didn't feel. When I first met my husband when I was 21, I told him that I didn't want to have children because I was so afraid to fail them, and he was okay with that. So when we got married when I was 26, everyone, including both of our families, kept asking when we were going to start a family, and I would just politely shut that conversation down. I felt that no one could ever understand why I was so terrified to be a mum. But as I turned 30, a very good friend of mine was pregnant, and we had worked together, so every single day I watched her belly grow and saw that baby moving, and I was mesmerized. And then something in me shifted. I had this overwhelming feeling that came over me. I did actually want to be a mother, and every day that passed, the want became so strong. I knew at that point that I had just been so fearful for all of those years because of my painful past, but I was finally ready to start a family. So for about six months, I chose to get healthy. If I was going to try to have a baby, I wanted to be in the best place, both physically and mentally. So I worked really hard at feeling worthy and deserving of a child. Nick and I planned a trip to Costa Rica and we joked that it was going to be our baby making trip. And we actually went back to the hotel where we had had our wedding reception and booked a suite. It was incredible. We were so relaxed and so happy. And on one particular day, something happened that changed my life forever. It was one of those moments in life that I'll never forget. I happened to run into a girl that I had known back when I lived in Costa Rica before I had met my husband, and I hadn't seen her for almost 10 years. She was actually working at this hotel at the time, and I stood outside chatting with her while Nick was in our suite. Back when I knew her, she was only 19, and she was married to a 50-year-old American man that I had also known, because he used to come into the restaurant that I worked at while I was living there when I was 19. They had had a son together, and maybe she went on to have more children, I'm not really sure. But anyways, that day, she started telling me that she ended up divorcing him and had some pretty difficult times. And then out of nowhere, she looked me straight in the eyes and she told me that one night she had been raped by two men. And by that time, I just sat there in shock, wondering why was she telling me such intimate details about her life? But then she said something that spoke directly to my heart. She said, you know, Karina, they may have had my body, but they didn't have my soul. She then put her hand on my shoulder, smiled at me, and told me that she had to go back to work. We had said that day that we should meet up for coffee, but I never saw her again. It was as if she had disappeared into thin air. That day, her words I now recognize as words from an angel in disguise. I was there trying to start a family, and those simple yet powerful words helped me to heal a part of me so that I could be free of the chains of my past and start my family with a feeling of self-worthiness. We were there for two weeks and on the drive to the airport, the day that we were leaving, I turned to Nick and I said, I know I'm pregnant. I feel it. I can't explain it. I just know. And sure enough, weeks later while at home, I took a test and I was. And we were over the moon. I knew in my heart that I was going to try to be the best damn mom that I could be. So now let me fast forward to the beginning of my healing journey. When most of my traumas resurfaced years later after having my second son, I was forced by spirit to work through it all. 
and it was absolutely brutal, but I knew that I had to, and every single time I felt as if I didn't know how I could possibly keep going, I would hear that girl's words in my head. They may have had my body, but not my soul. And somehow I would be given the strength to keep working on healing myself. In the beginning, when I started taking on clients, so many of them had also experienced some form of abuse. And as a clairvoyant, I would watch these little movie clips of their lives and see the pain that was inflicted upon them. And each time I would beg my spirit team to not let me see anymore. I told them that I would do the work on them, but I couldn't watch their traumas because it triggered me. But I now understand that they brought these people because I could help them, but they needed me to heal. So every trauma that I would see of theirs, I would see my own. And I couldn't run or hide from it anymore. And that's why I always say, you have to feel it in order to heal it. And those wise words from her became words that I passed on to every client that I saw that had also experienced similar pain. As children, we don't always have a voice or a choice for that matter, but as we grow up and become teens and adults, we do. So if I were able to go back to that teen girl, I would tell her to put the alcohol away because that led to more trouble. And if I could go back and tell her to never accept anyone ever laying their hands on her in a violent way, that's what I would do. And obviously, I know that we can never go back in time to change any of it, because those experiences were all part of the lessons. But what I would say is that we now have the power to heal our lives, our ancestors' lives, and break the karmic ties now for the future of our children. The way to achieve this is through the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean that you condone anyone's behavior in any way. Forgiveness is for you, so that you can be free of the energetic hold someone has placed over you. When we give away our power to another, we allow ourselves to be a victim forever. Forgiveness allows you to claim that power back. No one can control you unless you allow them to. The Hawaiian prayer of forgiveness helps to sever all and any cords of attachments. It is four simple lines. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. This may be a very tough one for many of you to do because you wonder how can you say those words to someone who has hurt you or harmed you, but it really does help you to release yourself of that karmic tie to that person. So all you do is you state the person's name and then you say the prayer. If you have to do it over and over and over again, then do it until you feel peace in your heart. I've had to do the prayer to myself to forgive all of my poor choices and to forgive all of the people I allowed to hurt me. So let's try doing it right now. Think of the one person that you need to forgive, and that can include yourself. Now say either their name or yours. And you can do this in your head. It doesn't need to be out loud. So all you have to do is just repeat after me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. This prayer is for you. It's to release the pain that you are holding deep within your soul. No one has the power over you unless you allow them to. Your past does not define you. Your past included the lessons that your soul needed to help you evolve. You can create the future you would like by letting the past go. So I want to leave you all with this today. Abuse is abuse no matter what form it comes in. If your abuse stems from events in your past, 
please remember these angelic guided wise words. They may have had your body, but they did not have your soul. And if you are struggling now at the hands of abuse, whether that be mentally, emotionally, verbally, sexually, or physically, pray for the strength to stand up for yourself and seek help. You are not alone, and this is not where your story ends. You have a right to live a life that you choose to, and no one, and I say no one, can control you unless you let them. So I want to thank you all so much for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. And just know that there is help out there for you all if you need to heal from past trauma. And my wish for you is that you seek it out now so that you can be free of those chains that have kept you bound to pain. There are so many wonderful doctors, psychologists, healers, and more that specialize in PTSD stemming from trauma and abuse. And I pray that you now start your own journey to healing. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the divine messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.